0: going on here resistance is futile this indeed you are is it's in my hand fan effect Welcome back, back, everybody. Joining us now for details and suggestions of what to watch this weekend is Andy Farnsworth of KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. We're just catching up on all the great things that have been out over the last week, including Ted Lasso's yeah, season finale wrap wrapped. Wrapped up. it up this week. In fact, that was one of the things I was gonna include and then I forgot at the last second. So I'm it. glad you brought that up. I loved up. it, but there's more. We've got yeah. more to watch. Did you like the first into the spider verse movie? Oh, I was watching last week. You didn't I didn't not watch sure you ever that. saw it. Sorry. But I bet your son did, and I've, maybe your husband too. So yeah. well, That's that's the latest big movie of the the, the week this summer is, yes, another superhero movie. But what makes this one stand out from so many others is that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is, first of all, animated. And second of all, it's the sequel to a movie that won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature in 2019, in case you forgot. And let me just say, this sequel should definitely get consideration for the same honors. Now, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse mainly follows two characters from the original film, Gwen Stacy, voiced by Hayley Steinberg. And Miles Morales voiced by Shamik Moore. Each one of them is the Spider-Man of their respective Earth. You see, at least in this story, there are multiple Earths in multiple dimensions that are similar to our own but have specific differences. Honestly, if you've watched pretty much any superhero movie in the last couple of years, you should be at least vaguely familiar with this concept. Gwen Stacy is Spider-Gwen on her world, where she got bit by a radioactive spider instead of Peter Parker. Miles Morales is Spider-Man on a world where Peter Parker died protecting him after Miles was also bit by a radioactive spider. That's pretty much the key part of the original Spider-Verse movie. Now, I don't want to give away any story tidbits for Across the Spider-Verse. I'll be very careful in my description. But in this new movie, Miles is getting comfortable as Spider-Man, even though he's only 15 years old. He hasn't told his parents, a cop and a nurse, so they wonder why he keeps randomly disappearing. But Miles misses the other Spider-People who return to their own dimensions after the last movie, especially Spider-Gwen. We get to see what life is like for Gwen on her world, and we meet a few other versions of Spider-Man along the way, including a punk rock version of Spider-Man, a Spider-Man from the year 2099, and a version from one of the worst comic stories ever told about him, but they do it for comedic effect. This movie has a very entertaining and engaging story filled with both humor and heart and so many Easter eggs. It's made by the guys who created both the Lego movies, and it's obvious they respect the character, but they also aren't afraid to have some fun in the process of exploring some deep questions. There are awesome and surprising twists and turns as well as fun and hilarious cameos thrown in for good measure. Unfortunately, I can't say much more than that without spoiling things, but I really, really liked Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I give it three and a half out of four stars. It's kind of like a five-star movie for fans and maybe a three-star movie for people who don't know much about Spider-Man like you, Shara. It did feel a little bit long at two hours and 20 minutes, though. Across the Spider-Verse is rated PG-13, and it is playing only in theaters. Next, we move to streaming, where a new series that combines fantasy and humor, oh, and it also just happens to have two of the stars from last year's Oscar-winning movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Over on Disney+, Plus, families may enjoy watching American Born Chinese, a show based on a groundbreaking graphic novel that chronicles the trials and tribulations of a regular American teenager who befriends the son of a mythological Chinese god. Now, Jin Wang is is just a regular 10th grade kid in California. He used to love comic books and cosplay. But now that he's going to high school, he's more interested in making the soccer team and befriending a cute girl he has class with. His parents are first-generation Chinese immigrants, and he struggles with the cultural differences between home and school. When a new Chinese student shows up, Jin is assigned to befriend him. What he doesn't know is that this other teen is actually from a mythical realm and is on a journey that he needs Jin to help him with. The American, American-born Chinese is really a story about two kids trying to find their identity and path and who they want to be. There's plenty of comedy, lots of family, and even some kung fu. I really like this sh- that, that how this show was something that the whole family could watch together if they choose. Michelle Yeoh and Kihai Huy Kwan, who both won Oscars this year playing supporting roles. Uh, are playing supporting roles in this show. And it's worth mentioning that a lot of the dialogue is in Chinese with English subtitles, so a bit of reading will be required. But I think it's worth it. The show's rated TVPG, and each of the eight episodes are about a half hour long. All of them are available to stream right now on Disney+. Another item that the kids can enjoy, an animated series on the newly named Max's streaming service that's related to an 80s pop culture classic. Do you remember the comedy horror movie Gremlins from 1984? Well, a new series called Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai tells some of the backstory of the cute little furry creature named Gizmo. Those of us who grew up in the mid-80s remember that Gizmo was on just about everything for a time. There were two rules that Gizmo's owner had to remember, never get him wet and never feed him after midnight. Bad things happened when those two rules were broken. The Secrets of the Mogwai, though, helps to explain a bit more of that in a more family-friendly format than the original Gremlins movie did. You may not remember, but Gremlins was one of the movies that created the PG-13 rating. Secrets of the Mogwai, however, is rated TVPG, so you don't have to worry about your kids, your young kids, seeing something that would bother them. Steven Spielberg executive produced this series just like he did the original movie. If this tickles your nostalgia nerves, four episodes are available to stream on Max, formerly called HBO Max. With new episodes each week. Now, to our honorable mention list, stuff coming out this week that I didn't get a chance to see but that you may want to know about. First is a sports movie called Shooting Stars, uh, which is about LeBron James and his high school team from Ohio that was one of the best the country's ever seen. It's not a documentary, it's a drama, and it stars an actual current high school basketball star named Marquise Mookie Cook as LeBron. The show's set in the 1990s where LeBron and three of his buddies find out their coach... Uh, a high school coach wants to separate them onto varsity and JV, so they transfer to St. vincent St. Mary's, an all-white school, where they begin a quest to win a national championship. It is streaming on Peacock. Again, I didn't get to see it. Uh, the other honorable mention item of the week is a horror movie called The Boogeyman. It was originally <laughs> supposed to premiere on Hulu, but after some positive test screenings, the studio decided to send it to theaters. It's a story from Stephen King, and it's about a high school girl and her younger sister who are struggling after the recent death of their mother. When one of the patients of their father, who's a therapist, shows up at their house seeking help, he brings with him a terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds off suffering. Yay. I was not able to attend the screening, so I haven't seen it, but it is playing in theaters, and it is rated PG-13, not R, so I don't know if that helps you or not. Looking ahead to next week, we have another Transformers movie. Yay. last one was not so oh. good, so I've got, I'm hoping right. for better with this one. And a movie of the story of how we got flaming Cheetos. Seriously, I love a flaming and Cheetos. We're getting lots of backstory. like these a movies. cartoon? No, no, no. It's or... like Eva Longoria is in it, and they produced oh. It like, oh, it's a real thing. If it's anything like the Tetris movie. That was awesome. So I, I was not say not either. Oh, it's good. That one's worth it's it. For, it's oh, good. Okay. Tetris movie. So okay. interesting take on different, we've got a lot of options out yeah, there. Yeah, but Spider-Verse yeah. definitely, and, and people yeah. are going to love it. Okay. Yeah, All right, I Andy, thank you very nice. much. So now you have some ideas. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on KSLTV.com. I'll see you there.